I'm Scott Farber along with my co-host. He is also the star of the Extra Point TV show on this network, former NFL New York Giant, but also a Dallas Cowboy fan. I don't know how the two mix. <laughs> President of the NFL Players Association, Dallas-Fort Worth chapter, and on and on and on. Yeah. He's my friend, Larry Mallory. That's hey, the key. I'm your friend. That, that's right. That's, that's right. right. And I love keep giving you that dig about being a Cowboy fan. I don't know. Are you even a Cowboy fan? I say it all the time. Well, you know, I, we talked about how about so many of my friends play for the Cowboys. I, I support them. And as a former player now, I support all the teams. Oh, but man. I'm a giant fan. <laughs> Larry will be running for office in 2020, obviously. <laughs> um, before we begin, Larry, i I, I got to give a plug to a podcast I did the other day. Um, uh, I just wanted to tell you about it because we found it so fascinating. And Cindy, when will that be up? What? When's, when's Niall going to be up on the air? Probably tomorrow. Okay. Uh, <laughs> All right. So that's Friday because we're taping this on that's Thursday. Right. So, you know, because right. it'll get their days mixed up. So by the time you see this, it will be up on uh, gbctv.net, I'm sure. But it's with a Professor Niles Romer of the uh, uh, Ackerman Center for Holocaust Studies on UTD's campus. And this is a fascinating guy. Yeah. We're going to do a several-parter. The first part was so interesting. His stories that he tells, he, he was born and raised in Germany. Mm. And he's now running the Holocaust Center on UTD's campus. Uh, an incredible man, a professor of history, uh, well-beloved on campus. Mm -hmm. So I really urge people to, to tune into that and take a look at him. Uh, I'm sure it was some interesting uh, conversations. It, 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 really, it really was neat, and, uh, uh, you know, and it was good. Okay. Well, right, before go we go, how long has he been here in America? Oh, quite a while. As he, as yeah, so. quite a while. Okay. You know, uh, quite a while. And, uh, you, know, you know, it was funny because he talks about all the traveling he did as a kid around Europe and coming to Canada and the United States. And he's still a teenager. He's doing all this traveling and getting his life together. And he says, my kids want to travel now. He goes, I thought, you're crazy. You're not going to, you're not going to a foreign country now. <laughs> you know, I, I just, you know, I got a kick out of it, how, how we change as we get older a little bit, you know. All right, now I talked to you. I mentioned this to you the other day when, I, when you and I had lunch together. And I thought we got to talk about it on the podcast. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> you know, I am a, uh, a defender of Jay Cutler, <laughs> as you know. Uh, is it just Jay Cutler, or is it the entire Bears organization? Well, I, I defend Jay because, you know, when he played, you know, he got a bum rap, and I think it's because he wasn't well-liked. Right. Um, and that's fine. But I think he was a better player than he got credit for. I don't think the Bear teams were so great in Jay's era. They had a couple of real good years, and then he got hurt, of course. But anyway, I pulled the stats of Jay. Uh -huh. And you were shocked because I pulled him against a Hall of Fame quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys, Troy Aikman. And Jay, stats are kind of better. You know, we were, we were talking and looking at it. They both played 12 years. Jay had more completions, a higher completion percentage, more yards per pass, way more touchdown passes. Um, but the thing that amazed me, and I think you, Jay had 23 comebacks, you know, comeback drives, uh, Troy only had 15. Jay had 28 game-winning drives. Troy only had 20. Now, the difference is uh, uh, Troy was 94 and 71 as a as a quarterback, and Jay was 74 and 79. But Jay's stats were really good. I had compared him to other quarterbacks, and I'm going his stats are good. And you were surprised too at how good they were. Right. 
you know. So were the Bear Kings bad, or was he just that bad of a leader, as you say? Because I know the press didn't like him because he's kind of surly and everything. Yeah. All right, give, give us your words of wisdom. Well, you know, we always talk about how the person that makes the most money in the locker room has to be the at least the leader, right? right and that's right. usually the quarterback. Those are some great stats, I mean, but – if you look at the Super Bowl rings or the well, Troy's the got three, huh? you know, right. but but Troy handed off to Emmitt Smith. Well, Troy well, had a great defense. Well, Troy he, had a great line. He sure I, I'm did. not I'm not diminishing Troy at all because uh, I thought he's a Hall of Fame quarterback. Right. I'm just saying that Jay wasn't as bad as we all made him out to be. Well, what you're also saying is that Jay, as an individual, was good, but as a team, you were not so good. Right. Right. And so the the, the job of the quarterback is not only to make his stats good, but to make sure that the team wins. And I think that might be part of the implication of his, the career, the longevity of his career. Well, let me, let me you know, uh, Jordan, who we met on our podcast, you know my son. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and you met him before the podcast. I, I did, I did. I anyway. Did. In um, fact, I like him because, you know, he supports NFL athletes in their political right. requests. That's so. right. You know, well, he's a good kid. He'll just say anything you need him to. That's right. Um, <laughs> We were sitting in New Orleans a few years ago, and Jordan and I, uh, uh, my wife and the girls went off to do whatever, and Jordan and I were sitting at a sports bar on Bourbon Street. And, of course, we're spraying everything we possibly can before, you know, don't drink out of anything but a paper cup, you know, it's just, you know. <laughs> anyway. We should, have, we should have filmed that, actually. Yeah. So we're sitting there, and it was a bear uh, game against the Packers. Last game of the season, the winner goes to the playoffs. The Bears did not have a good defense that year. I don't remember. Jordan is here. Do you remember what year that was? was Just offhand? I don't want to have to look it up. It was my junior year of high school, so I want to say like 2014. Okay. I think you got those years a little bit mixed up when you were a junior in high school. I graduated in 2015. So about senior year, year oh, okay. before that. All right, good. Um, so the Bears were playing the Packers, and with about a minute left, Cutler went right downfield against Green Bay and scored the go-ahead touchdown. They finally did it. Cutler's going to get some due. You know, all going to be good. We're going to the playoffs. And then Green Bay, with a minute left or whatever it was, came downfield and had four fourth downs. Was that Aaron Rodgers? Yes. Four fourth downs. Mm -hmm. And on the fourth fourth down, there was a blown coverage. He threw a 40-yard game-winning touchdown pass to a guy standing all by himself (laughs) at about the 20-yard line doing one of these, caught the ball, turned and walked it in. I don't even think anybody chased him. And so after the game, we heard about how Cutler can't win the big game. I'm sitting there going, but see, again – that's what, uh, you know, your theory, you know, with the, you know, the biggest paid, got to win the game. He took him down for the game-winning drive. And his competition took him down for the game. So, you know, that's still what separates people, I think. It separates the good, the good guys from the great guys. I'm not saying Cutler is not a good guy. In fact, if you look at the Bears historically, the Bears historically have probably have more Tennessee State players then it, then oh, it, so suddenly they're good. Is well, that what you're well, I was trying to, I was trying to make sure that, that you knew that you know I do have a sensitivity for the Bears, right? 
you know, from Richard Dent to James Kelly, Wayne, all these guys that play, and, and I didn't even realize that until I thought about it before the podcast. However, again, the guy that touches the ball the most, he's the one that has it, and that's what Aaron Rodgers did. He just basically he responded to his competition. Okay. Okay. They said, you know, the, the fourth down, saying, four times the Bears couldn't stop one fourth down. A thoroughbred responds so, to the whip. So a mule okay. Bulks and so that makes <laughs> Cutler, but I'm saying though, it makes Cutler bad in the overall scheme of things. I mean, well, what if Troy Aikman was the uh, Bear quarterback and it happened to him? Would he have gotten the blame for that loss? Uh, yeah, whoever the quarterback is okay. would have gotten the blame. That's why he gets okay. the most money. Okay. You know what I mean? So. All right, I'm here to get the blame. Give me the money. <laughs> okay, all right, that's fine. I, I, and I mean, you know, I'm not here defending Cutler. I'm just talking about in general terms. You know, when I see something like that and I go, this guy has not been considered. You know, he was always, you know, the, the knock on Jay was always so much talent and can't produce. Honestly, that's where... That was the difference. Jay is a talented guy. He made it there yeah. on his own. Yeah. You know, uh, but his numbers show he did. He should have done. It, it was better than the team did. And I don't know if it could all be placed on Jay. Well, well, why, why give him the most money then? Give the most money to whoever you want to place it on. Okay. At the end of the day, the quarterback gets the most money. Okay, he's so, responsible so was, for the wins and the losses. Was Aikman getting more money than uh, Emmett Smith? I'm, I mean, I'm just curious. At that time probably so. Okay, okay. But not possibly not now, you right. know. Well, uh, Emmett's not playing now either, is he? Huh? <laughs> Emmett's not playing now either now. Well, but Emmett is in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, he's, yeah, you yeah. know, yeah. he just had a golf tournament where you had to pay no, $10,000 no, no. to get in it. Yeah, so. well, I know, but I mean, I'm saying the, that's after the fact. I mean, I'm not talking about I'm I'm teasing you. I'm saying oh, okay. the Cowboys didn't pay him you know, after he retired. Um, okay, all right. I'm not going to bring that up about Cutler <laughs> and other quarterbacks too anymore because if I did research, I'd find more like that, and it just bugs me. Just the last thing on Cutler, though. I think Cutler was a, is a talented, was a talented quarterback. It was his locker room Right, no, leadership. I get it. I That's get what it, it. it yeah, wasn't his yeah, talent. Yeah. He's yeah, a no, talented yeah, I guy. I get it. Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying that some of it, though, had to be a little bit unfair. But but I'm buying into it. <laughs> you know, if, if he would have been a little bit nicer to the media and probably better in the locker room, things would have been different for him, even if the Bears didn't win anymore. Right. You know, uh, uh, type thing. All right, I'm going to take a little bit out of your element here. <laughs> even though you wished you played professional baseball, but you had to go to practice during the uh, off-season for football. I'll never understand that either, <laughs> why you had to have practice year-round and couldn't play baseball at college. Yeah. But we're not going to get into that. No, we won't get into that. <laughs> We've got the Yankees, Minnesota, and Houston, the leaders in the American League. The wild cards, there's a bunch of teams still very close. We've got Atlanta, Chicago, Cubs, and the Dodgers uh, in the National League, the leaders. The Cubs are the only one that really aren't the leaders. They're all bunched up within a couple of games mm -hmm. right now. How do you see it coming down to the World Series? Yankees, Minnesota, Houston, or a wild card team? In the American League, who are you thinking is going to get to the uh, World Series? Houston. Okay. That's I like Houston, choice. yeah. I like Houston. I like the leadership at Houston, you know. With right, the, right. With the big pitcher that left here and went down there. Okay. Um, I think I think Houston is just have, have a pretty good team. They have a pretty good unit. So now baseball, though, I don't necessarily know if the pitcher is the highest paid guy in the team. It's going to be the best hitter. That's a good point. 
you know, but he's also there. I know there's more than one pitcher. There's more than one pitcher. Yeah. Plus and plus he only works. Well, the, that's what I mean. One day out of her four or yeah, five yeah. days. What a, what a job that is. <laughs> that's a hell of a job. I, I find mean, a better golfer than pitcher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so you're going with Houston. I'm going with the Yankees. Okay. You got Atlanta, Chicago, and the Dodgers, and I know you're going with the Dodgers, and I'm going with the Cubs. I'm but going go with the Cubs. I don't know oh, my you. gosh. I don't know what, where that came from. <laughs> I, I'm right there with you. All right, we'll see. You know, Now we're going to do the way too early picks in the NFL. So, New Orleans and Kansas City, on everything I see, those are considered the top two teams in the league. What's your thoughts there? And Cleveland has jumped way up there towards the top. they that, got a quarterback who makes a lot of money who's going to do well. That Cleveland jump is, is really interesting for me um, because I don't really know how the new receiver that they have right. is going to act. Right, know? right. I think, though, that uh, from the Cleveland perspective, I, I think the Giants in that trade – they got rid of a lot of defensive players, but they've gotten some fairly good offensive players. So Cleveland. For now me, you're talking about Odell uh, Jr. Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, but you talk about leadership. Baker Mayfield seems to have taken over and became a leader of that team by the end of the year. It, I, I agree. Do you think he'll bring him in tow? I um, I think he might because they are in the same age group. Right. You know what right. I mean. Uh, Eli was a little older, right? Uh, a lot quieter, right? You know, it was yeah. not as yeah, as millennial, you know, yeah, yeah. millennialness. Yeah, yeah. And I think that, uh, <laughs> excuse me, I think that, I think that going into the team, Beckham gets respect because of the money he's getting, right? But I think, just like you're saying, I think Beckham Mayfield did an excellent job as a rookie or you know a young player to take over the reins of the team and you know, get it going in a good direction. They had some good games last year. So I, I think that I think that possibly Odell is going to align to where he hopes that team will go. Right, right. And right. then hopefully contribute. Well, I think, you, you know, when you, you're talking, because Odell, of course, has a big personality, but I really think he's a, I think he's more of a team guy than people might think. I think he wants to win. But it reminds me of uh, Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen, how the two of them turned Dennis Rodman into a player and a team guy. Mm-hmm. You know, when he came to the Bulls, everybody was worried about that. He was busy coloring his hair back That's then. A good and, you know, and he got himself into some trouble. But I remember seeing both of them get in his face, you know. And Rodman really came around where I don't think uh, most teams could have controlled him like, uh, like the Bulls did. I, I think that's an excellent comparative. I think the only anomaly is the number of players. Right. You know what I mean? You, right. It's a little easier to control 15 than it is to f- control 52 or 54. Right, 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 right. Well, yeah. of course, Rodman might have a – might yeah, be able to, he, he counts as a few. That's true. That's you know, true. Uh, uh, when it came to that. Um, okay, so that'll be interesting. So where does Cleveland have a chance to make the playoffs like they're all predicting? I think there's a uh, – outside of the Patriots and whatever their magic juice is – I think there's a, a parity in the NFL now, which honestly makes it good for gamblers. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, not so good for teams. We're but. learning more and more about Larry every day. <laughs> but I, 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 I do believe there's a parity in the NFL today where, where you can't predict, you know, who's going to be the dominant team anymore. And right. I, I think that uh, with players that are moving around for the money and, you know, spreading the talent out a little bit. I, I think it's 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 going to be a better game for the public. No, I, I just thought of it. So uh, 
I just saw like on a promo for the ESPY Awards on ESPN, they're talking about who's the greatest athlete. Tom, you know, they're just throwing examples of great athletes out. Tom Brady, Tiger Woods, or Roger Federer was the example they gave on this promo. And I don't think they were up for any kind of award or anything like that. But it got me thinking. So out of those three, Tom Brady, Roger Federer, or uh, Tiger Woods, who's the greatest athlete? The greatest athlete? Mm -hmm. I would probably go with Federer or... or um, Brady. I don't see a Brady. You know, I see golf as a, an individual sport that you can, you know, you, you can command it with the time put in and all that, that type of stuff. Tiger took it to another level. But see, that's why I'm going with Tiger. Uh, because Tom Brady could have a terrible day and the team wins. Tom Brady could have a great day and the team loses. He's in a team sport. He's a great athlete, but it's still a team sport. Federer um, is out there alone, but he could be playing a guy that's just not as good as him mm -hmm. or a good guy that's having a bad day. Tiger has to battle himself. 150 other guys that tee off at the tournament, they're not all going to be having bad days. You, you know what I mean? Right. I, so I feel, you know, when you when you talk in terms like the best athlete and give those kind of comparisons, I think it's got to go to a guy like Tiger because his battle is with himself at every tournament. Well, the term you used was, if you if you had asked me who had the greatest impact on the sport, I probably would have gone well, with that, Tiger. Yeah, but yeah, as an yeah. athlete... Well, you know, that'd be a good argument, too, because those three guys had pretty good impacts on their sports. <laughs> That's right. You know. But as an uh, as an athlete, you know that that Tiger did take his sport right away from smoking cigarettes on eighteen holes. Yeah, and, and walking around and with walking, a pot belly. That's right. Yeah, he, yeah. He, but Federer and um, Brady and Brady, their their physical their physical structures is why they were excellent at what they did. And I think that that from a athlete standpoint, I think they're more structurally strong than, than what Tiger would have been. Tiger took it to another level, but also the equipment helped him take it to another level. You know, and then when you talk about greatest athletes, the argument can be is I look at a football lineman. He ain't going to hit a baseball. But I look mm -hmm. at a baseball player, they can catch a football. You, you, you know what I mean? So a lot of, there are certain athletes in certain sports that can do more than one sport, too. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? You might be a, a well-conditioned athlete and excel in basketball, but you're not going to hit a 96-mile-an-hour fastball. You're going to be scared to death to get in the box. <laughs> True. You know, no coughing in the background, Adam. Leave this in. <laughs> um, that's, our, that's our clips, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Adam finally made the made reel. The, that's right. There you that's go. Right. <laughs> Adam made the blooper reel. <laughs> Keep that in. Um, um, uh, Those coffee, too. Well, we, we got a close-up of it. <laughs> well, it, honestly, it just speaks to the team. We're a good team. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. So, yeah. Good job. We work very well as a team. at the same time. Okay. We're a good team. We're, 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 we're good. They finally made the blooper reel. Right. I'm so glad. I can't wait to see it now. 
But, you know, so the question is, if you're a well-conditioned athlete and excel at one sport, are you the best athlete or are you the best athlete? Because you could do all sports, you know, a bunch of sports moderately good and maybe not be the star in one, but you can do well in a bunch. I mean, you played baseball, right. you played football, and you play golf. So are you a better athlete than the guy next to you that you golf with who can't play football or couldn't play baseball? And he's a much better golfer than you? So what's the deal there? Who's the better athlete? Well, I, I, I think that he's the better golfer. Okay. But if we put the golf clubs down and he's my same age and we sprinted somewhere, I might be the better athlete. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. I guess it's, it's really hard to uh, determine that, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, I think it is. And I think that to it's almost like, you know, we talked about this one time. It's hard comparing eras. Oh, yeah. On who was the best, yeah. era, you know, yeah. in this area. I think it's, it's difficult to, to compare the sports because yeah. I think Tiger would be one of the few people in golf that we could say – Let's compare against some of the other guys because he took it to a more athletic right. perspective. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? But but the, these other sports, you can't play it unless you're physically fit, right. physically right. athletic. You right. Know? You can't even start it. Yeah, and that's where I was moving toward. You know, the physical attributes of athletes versus right. you know the other side of things. All right, earthquakes in California. Oh. Is, is that what's coming? Well, uh, well, the next thing that's coming is the flood in New Orleans today. Have you heard about that? Is, is that storm? So by the time everybody's seeing this, it probably will have hit. Yeah. You know, and so we're, we're before the fact on this one. Is it supposed to be real bad? Yeah. In fact, uh, the entire Mississippi River is supposed to crest. And when I was, in fact, on the way here today, uh, I was. they were talking about how the rain has already started and it's already... Challenging and people are, are evac evacuating New Orleans. So the it's weather, really the climate situation overall is just getting bad. It, it is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. And with the with the aspects of information flowing so fast, you know what I mean. People getting access to information so quickly. Uh, honestly, in the next probably couple of hours, it'll be a secondary. Something else will happen. Right, we'll, right. We'll just move to another subject right. matter. Well, you know, we've had such a uh, such a good show today. So my question is, do we want to talk any politics, <laughs> or do we want to just say we had such a good show today? Well, you, you know, know we're we just have gonna, to dip into everything. You know how we are. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can dip into dip in and out. It's hard not to talk politics in America today. It really is. It, uh, you know, the census question is an, an issue and. It seems like everything, you know, like Mueller is going to speak, I guess, next week. Yeah. And does anybody care anymore? Are it, we on? Are we on to the uh, the next thing? You know, now now are we going to be delving into uh, uh, a president's involvement with this guy, uh, with these young girls? Well, and then, and then we go on to the next thing. I mean, not, it seems to me that we have had such a long line of things that. Don't get completed. We just go on. It's just constant. Every day is something different. In fact, today, there's a meeting with the memers, with the guys that, uh, right, right. you know, the guys that are like, they call them. Um, uh, what do they call memers, Jordan? Trolls? Tro that's it. They, 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 they're, <laughs> they're inviting the trolls into the White House to talk about things. Uh, as it relates to, to the census and to elections and everything. So it's, 
And then, you know, with the Supreme Court saying something and then someone says, oh, no, don't worry about that. Uh, let's do it another way, <laughs> right? That, that is a challenge. And, and the, the impact, the, the, the seriousness that I see is what the world is seeing. You know, we're, we're just about 4 or 5% of the world's population. Right. So 95% right. of the world is looking. Watching. And watching and making, making their own opinions well, about what's happening. Well, America's role in the world, I'm sure, is, has Diminished. been changing for a while, you know. Yeah, yeah. but our, our, I think our, how people saw the, uh, the country and how people saw the opportunities in the country, you know, I, I think right. that's eroding now. Right, you know, right. and we, we as global leaders, we we were known as global leaders because of our fairness and our morality. But when you see what's happening to these kids, and now there's another announcement of ICE raids starting Sunday. Right, right. You know, so it's a uh, it's we're in a bit of turmoil right now. Yeah. I don't think yeah. it's going to last. You know, you know, my biggest concern about all of this, you know, we hear all this about the Russian interference with the elections, and I know so much of that is because of social media and whatnot. But then I hear reports, and I don't know if these are even true or not, that they've had high school kids that have literally sat down in classrooms and have been able to uh, tap into voting machines. And if that's true, and I don't know if it is, but if that's true. Is that true, Jordan? Have they? Okay, so our source says it's true. Yeah. But let's benefit of the doubt we're not saying it is. We're just wondering out loud. If that's true that our high school kids have the capability of doing things like that, so you know that the, uh, uh, the engineers and, you know, and these other foreign countries and our adversaries have the capabilities. And my question is, are we doing anything at all to protect our elections, our free elections? That was going to be my question to you, actually, because it does not seem as though... You we, don't want me to give opinions. <laughs> I want you to be the one in trouble. <laughs> no, it, it, um, it does not seem as though publicly... I mean, as much information is flowing out there now, you would think that possibly that would be some information that could ease the minds but of I, people that are challenging I our I want to think our government democracy. is working on it. I would hope. I would hope so. I mean, it's it's horrifying to think that we would have to go back to paper ballots. But then I'm hearing there's a bunch of states that refuse to use paper ballots as a backup. Right. If there is a discrepancy believed to have happened. Yeah. You know. You know. It. It. Uh, I didn't know about the high school situation, but you would think that if high school students can hack into. But you know, you you get so much information, it's hard to 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 say for certainty what, what's real and what not real. Jordan said it is real, so it probably is, because, right. you know, he verifies everything. But um, it's just interesting to me, because we hear nothing about it. No. You know, um, um, and then Jordan will tell you that he wants to hear every day about climate change, because as he says, everything we talk about and argue about every day in politics, uh, there's so many different things, and they all affect a group. Climate change affects every living being on the planet. And so that's why, you know, he thinks that it should be the number one issue right now because, you know, as we all know, there's some bad stuff happening. It is. You know, so, you know. And as we just talked about with the California quakes and the New Orleans situation, I mean, it's, it's uh, we just had a storm. I don't know, we're here in Texas, but we just had a storm recently. Yeah, we, we lost several trees. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And we did too as well. Yeah. And, it, and it just, 
just brush through it, stay for about it was ten hour. minutes. Yeah, I mean literally ten minutes, and we lost a huge tree in our backyard, uh, just gone. Yeah. And, and then they charge you a fortune to take that stuff away. So it's, well, just call Jordan and I would just come and you know we'll rent some saws and cut oh, it no, off. Yeah, Jordan watched them <laughs> saw it away and carry it away. All right, you know very quickly before we. Uh, finish up, you know, we talked about how New Orleans and Kansas City, on every poll that I've seen and everything, are considered the top teams. Are you comfortable with those two at the top right now? I am. Um, I like I like um, Mahomes and Kansas right. City. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, actually, if you I like had to... like quarterback in New Orleans? Well, I, if I had to rank them, I would put Kansas City a little over New Orleans yeah. because, you know, he, he's a little older, but yeah. he's also a lot more, you know, seasoned. So If he keeps winning... You know, um, uh, Breeze, if he keeps winning, when are we going to start hearing about his longevity? We just hear about how Brady's playing forever. Drew, Drew Breeze is right behind them. That's true. That's true. And, you know, and, they, and they're not doing so. They're, they're one uh, penalty away maybe from being in the Super Bowl, too. That's true. Yeah, That's you true. Know. I, I think that they, uh, they've added some good – they added people in the areas in which they were weaker. Right. They've added some defensive linemen. Right. One of their linebackers, I think, left, and now they got someone else. And that, so, you know, it, it, it's a, a team that's right on the brink, I think, right. of doing something. But let, let's hope that they weather this new storm that they have without any problems. Yeah. Boy, crossing our fingers. Because, you know, the training camp start, it's the day after my birthday. That, that's what yeah. I always hated, honestly. But training camp starts on the 22nd of July. Now, the day... Uh, your birthday is coming up. When is twenty first? Okay, so twenty second is the first day of training camp. I, do you go ahead of me, or you just catch me? You just catch me, don't you? Don't I, give the age. I, okay, you yeah, just I catch, just, you just catch me. Well, I'm just trying to reach for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, so uh, bringing up the rear, everything I've seen has uh, Miami and Arizona, and so now I got to question you because Miami's got Ryan Fitzpatrick or Josh Rosen at quarterback. One of those guys going to have a year for, is Josh Rosen a bust, or is he going to turn into a good quarterback? It's going to be interesting to see. You know, he left uh, Arizona, right? right? Right. And then they bring in uh, the baseball player. Well, wait, <laughs> let's stay in Miami because we'll get to Arizona in a minute. All right, all right. Stay in Miami. So I don't, I don't see where Josh, I don't think Josh Rosen is the person that can take them over the top yet. I honestly have more confidence in Ryan Fitzpatrick. Well, there's, there's a guy who's always played well and never right. got any notoriety. That he has. Yeah. He's always kind of been a backup or, or second guy, or he's come in when a guy has gotten injured, or, but he's always picked it up and right, kept it going. Right, So why is a guy like that not really get to be the number one guy and we're just going with him? Well, you, it's, it's a team approach. I'm telling you. In, in football, if, if you can get – Belichick has done a great job in getting 22 people mm -hmm. to work well together. Right. That's not easy to do. Okay. Okay. So he's just kind of – that was just his luck, then, what you're saying, is that wherever he went, he just never really got the chance. You know, he played number one for a while, but he never seemed to be able to, to hang on to it. Yeah, and, and he was and never think, there for a long time. You I'm, I'm going to have to pull his stats and compare him to Aikman. And to 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 you know. All right, now Arizona, most places have Arizona to be dead last that I've seen. And yet they got the number one pick, and, and all we hear about him in the uh, offseason are raves on Kyler Murray. Yeah. And I, uh, I think that 
Um, I think that Kyler Murray's father probably still wanted him to go and play baseball. I really believe that. I don't see Kyler Murray coming in and having the same type of year as a rookie that Patrick Mahomes had. I just don't see it. I, I see Kyler Murray in Arizona. I don't think the team is yet ready for, you know, his style of play. That team, I think that team is going to have to adjust themselves to a new style of play. Rosen is a tall, right. drop-back quarterback. Right. Therefore, your lineman has certain steps. One leg needs on the left side, left leg needs to be up, right leg back. But on a, with a running guy, with a running quarterback, that changes a lot of things on your offense. Well, and I think it's going to take a little while for Arizona to get accustomed to Kyler Murray's but style see, of play. Is Kyler Murray a running quarterback, or is he going to be a drop-back quarterback that can run? Well, if he's a drop-back quarterback, then whoever the offensive line coach is, he better have some good, very good offensive linemen because the defensive linemen know exactly where he is. With a guy that's that with that height, with, the, with his height, right. you got defensive linemen when they raise their hands up, they're six nine, six ten, six eleven. And so I don't see how a drop how he can exist in a drop back environment. I think that they're going to have to change the whole pattern of offense. Just like Patrick Mahomes, they're going to have to start moving him around so that the off the defensive lineman cannot take a direct okay. hit toward okay. toward him. And I think that the, his movement might give him some freedom and it might make his life a lot right. easier. In, in his defense, I'm just going to say two names, and you don't have to say anything. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson and Baker Mayfield. Um, Both of them are taller than Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray is, okay. is the, she's the shortest okay. of all three of those okay. guys. Okay. And check it check it out. Both of them are runners. Yeah, yeah. You well, that's, what, that's what I'm saying. They're similar. Yeah. They drop back, but they could run. See, I think I don't think they're going to design running plays where that's going to be the focus for Kyler Murray. I think he's just going to have the ability to run when needed. You know, but we'll see. So at the end of the season, are you going to rather have Josh Rosen or is uh, uh, Arizona going to be going? We did good or we did bad by getting Kyler Murray. Uh, I, I don't. I don't. I think that'd be hard to predict. I think that if the offensive coordinator comes in with the right type of offense to support him. Yes, that's why I asked you the question. <laughs> I want the answer. <coughs> well, because because in uh, at the end of the season, I'm going to look at you and only if you were wrong. <laughs> right. Well, at the end of the season, I don't predict him to be uh, leading that conference. You know what I mean? I think that. They might have a good year, but I think that July twenty between July twenty second and the first game in September, right? I don't think that's time enough for them to get that team organized to operate the way that Oklahoma operated for Kyler Murray. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see. All right, man. We got to wrap it up for today. Um, hopefully, everything will be okay in New Orleans. It will. One other thing that I'd like to to to, talk, to say though is that I'm interested to see how Kyler Murray handles the locker room. He's, a, he's not a tall young man, right? He's been in a college locker room before, but he's making the most money on that team. And, and if he impresses them with his arm and his running ability, they'll then, come around. That's right. That's exactly right. You know, so that's we'll exactly see. Right. All right, man. All right. See you next Good time. Take care. Good to see you. Take care. Good to see you. Take care. Good to see you. Take care. Good to see you.